We're back. We're back. Episode three. <laughs> Episode three. Top five verses of, of all, all time. time. All time. Yes. And this is a highly, highly, highly researched and thought over as thoroughly as possible because I could go for like 20 or 30 <laughs> verses that have meant so right. much to me. I know that you had this problem. Mm-hmm. And that explains why it took so long to drop another show because we really wanted to get this one right. right. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for the feedback. Shout out to Sir Love Day from Straight Shooter yes. uh, for ha- holding down the Listener's Attack episode one show. Um, uh, Callie West definitely is not feeling you at the I, moment. I have some things to say, so you're Sir def- Love Day. Sir Love Day, you're welcome to come back on the show <laughs> with Callie West yes. uh, to discuss uh, in person, uh, your differences of opinion, specifically Jay Z. Pre- pre- let's let's oh, do yeah. this. <laughs> specifically Jay Z, and shout out to Just Ray. Just Ray, Just Ray. is re- working hard this summer uh, to get that cream, uh, but also <laughs> right. to, to get that immaculate beard um, in pristine shape for the September. So he is with us in spirit. Um, he definitely be in the next couple of episodes coming up. He's working some on uh, some big things for us. As yeah. usual, shout out to Lost Breed Cultures for holding it down. Those shirts will be coming out for people soon. If you are commenting and if you are participating in the discussion, we'll send you out that swag for free. Uh, No worries about it. That's on us. Uh, Also, shout out to DJ JV. If you're looking for a DJ to do your house parties, your summer parties, check them out on Facebook and Lost Breed as well. Facebook, Twitter, you can find them there. You have anybody you want to give a shout out to? I want to give a shout out to Art Culture. Art Culture is the art crew that um, has been doing murals in Puerto Rico, uh, discussing what's been going on, the, the social and political climate there. Um, also, shout out to the brand, Ralphie Serrano, Arte o Muerte brand, yep. who promotes art highly here in New York City. Um, shout out to all visual artists out there. And I always have to promote art because first and foremost, I am a visual artist. Yeah, uh, birthday girl tomorrow for uh, Wendy. Wendy? No, uh, bow tie. Uh, Wonderly. Wonderly. Happy birthday, Wonder. I'll be there. Uh, she's celebrating her birthday at Camaradas in Cam- Harlem. East. So if you're around, I believe that's tomorrow night. That is Wednesday. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. I'm up on my stuff. I'm not lurking. I swear <laughs> to you. But shout out to Wanda Lee, another great visual artist, very creative. Yes. Uh, so shout out to you. Um, and you're welcome on the show anytime. Anytime. Right, but we, we before we get into top verses, though, the idea of this <sighs> deep podcast. Breath. Deep breath. The deep idea, breath. Deep the, breath. The birth of this podcast has always been for Big Cheese and Cali West to get together and talk about some of the things that are going on in the world that we talk about on a daily basis. Yes. Um, social issues, educational issues, political. Um, political issues. These are current and pressing times. And me and Cali West always had these conversations. That was the birth of the idea. We went into the music idea as a primer to get ready to go right. into those conversations, read some books, talk to some people, some wise people, yeah. to really formulate our, our thoughts. But... We can't ignore mm-hmm. that since the last time we dropped a podcast, a lot of real stuff and concerning stuff, frightening stuff has happened in our world. And we wanted to acknowledge it, mm-hmm. put a little perspective on it from our point of view, uh, from people who are on the dirt, people who are on the front line of this. Because we are educators. We work with young people. This is where the work begins as mm-hmm. well. And we feel the rep- rep- ramification of those things in our work. Right. So we wanted to take a minute to talk about our feelings about it, uh, vent a little bit to you 
And uh, if you share our opinions, great. If you don't, that's totally okay. But let's we're gonna meet everybody where you are as you know, we always been talking about, but we also want to make sure that we're proactive in creating solutions that will benefit not only us as individuals, my kids in particular, right. um, but also future generations as well. Um, so I'm interested in hearing what you have to say, Callie West. I know that you have a very deep connection to social movements, social activism, even back when you were in L.A. Mm -hmm. connecting. Your art is littered with it all over it, uh, mm -hmm. undertones, overtones, all types of messages <laughs> in there. And I know that you're one of the people that have no problems being in the front line and taking one for the team. Mm -hmm. um, where are you uh, with your feelings? And this is a completely uncensored show. Usually we're good at not cursing, but you might right. get some color on this one. Hide the kids. You may. Hide the kids. Hide the kids. I think we're really good, but uh, lately I think... And, and Cheese knows this so much about me, is my frustration with oppressive systems and authority. And he's seen me, even my reactionary self, when, when I'm dealt with this in, in my life. And so what's been going on, it's these shootings, these police brutality shootings that I've been feeling very adamant and hurt by. I'm naturally a very pacifist a person, peaceful, very understanding, but because these things have been going on with no real solutions and only temporary protests or um, temporary marches, I feel like we need to start engaging in other alternatives. And I've never felt this way before, and the fact that I almost feel like I... It's not that I don't care, but the fact that police officers are dying, it's a very different switch in terms of how I usually would feel. I, my natural response would be, that's not right. Violence is not the answer. What's going on? But what if it's some it's a feature of the answer in terms of kind of turning people on productive into what's violence. In, productive violence is what I call it. I believe in productive violence. I believe that we have not used violence in a way that benefits humanity. We've been using it to oppress and kill people. We have not been using it to release energy and release stress defining moments. The police, I feel, does not know how to control their anger, which is why now, if this is what you're, you're exemplifying, the people are only following. What is the problem? Yeah, there's a lot there to digest. And once again, you don't have to agree with what Callie West is saying. Yes. Um, at, the, at the end of the day, we're all pro-life, no matter color, race, creed. Uh, economic standings or where you're from. Um, so I definitely hear your frustrations. Obviously, we had the discussion, and you know I don't agree with a lot of yeah. what you're saying in terms mm -hmm. of uh, productive mm -hmm. violence. I'm into preservation of violence. And I'm also a little more connected uh, spiritually. And I'm not discounting right. your spiritual side. We just come from different, two different right. ideas of it. Right, right, right. But my spirituality doesn't let me go there. And I'm not going to go into there that too much. But just as someone in the front line who works with young people, I'm to the point where I'm tired of working hard with young people to have the bigger structure mm -hmm. contradict all the messages and years of work into deprogramming these young people. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, When I go into my work, I have to deprogram them Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then when you they get home, you reprog that reprogram them back. Yeah, just like that. They have to unlearn so much. So much, and I'm specifically going to look at men, mm -hmm. males. Mm -hmm. As you know, 
I feel like I've been working hard the last 20 years of my life to really challenge men to think outside of their man box. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are imprisoned in our man box, myself included, mm-hmm. to be a certain way, to identify in a certain way as men. And being a man is a beautiful thing. But it's also a ball and chain. And there's a reason why we die earlier than most, than mostly everybody mm-hmm. in terms of female and males. We die at least a significantly 15, 17 year difference between a male and a female. Well, and recently that, men of color now. And, and, and male of color, you're Not looking recently, at... recently, but for the 56, past 500 years. 56 years old, and if you're a healthy male, you're most likely 63. Those are the statistics. I am not making those things up. Mm-hmm. While um, females live a lot longer, 80, 82, 88, longer. And there's a reason why, because they have access to a lot more emotions and to release that, where we don't. Where we, we have to release it in violent ways mm-hmm. or, or, or drink it up at the bar. And, and those sometimes... Those things could be healthy mm-hmm. in, in moderation, balance. I know I'm guilty of that. Yeah. But I'm also aware that we are not allowed to release that energy. And what, what I see is a lack of revision of what a male should be. Mm-hmm. I see people who hide behind a gun. And yeah. they hide behind a gun and they use that gun as an extension of their lack of of authority, not mm-hmm. authority, lack of authority. I have been working with young people in in low income, low and high needs areas for years. South Bronx, mm-hmm. Sunset Park. These are areas that are not for the scared. Yeah. Yep. If you're sensitive, do not go there. Mm-hmm. If you want to work with frontline youth and do some real work, do not go there if you're weak. Yes. <laughs> do exactly. not. Yeah. But I'm, I'm letting you know now. The, we need to learn how to have conversation with people and build community. Yes. Some wonderful officers do have that community as building aspect to them. Most of you just hide behind your gun as that's the way to bridge mm-hmm. the community. And this is my challenge towards that Go. because I feel when everyone is claiming not every cop is is bad i have to challenge that now because we're living in 2016 and the things that have been happening since slavery till now are still happening so what happens to the training to the schooling of these cops that does not allow them to let's say protest cops don't have opinions when they're wearing their uniforms or badges what kind of oppression is that so that's that's when i have to challenge a police officer you don't it doesn't mean that you have to kill you you're basically not doing anything which still holds you accountable you are supposed to protect the people agree with you and i think we will not see any type of resolve for a few more generations unfortunately that's how i feel we're not going to see resolve and and some of us may have to die. Mm, that's another that's another argument. I right? learned that from Cornell West. West. Some of us <laughs> may have to die. Yes. If they put a line down, we need to be willing to cross it. And I don't want to hear the argument that we must be respectful and behave ourselves mm. when officers pull us over. Mm-hmm. When the first thing they do is put their hands on their gun. And point it at us. Mm-hmm. That is not respectful. That is already showing that you're not capable of being an officer. Yes, you're not 
capable of being human and not having a conversation in terms of how, the, the way that generally people are approached by the police is very hostile. It's a hostile way and this has to change. The training of policing has to change. Their hours Agreed. are mainly dedicated and focused to uh, gun use, to how to stop something in a physical manner. It's not critical thinking. There is no text that they really No negotiation, no finesse, and most importantly, no appreciation for life. And if yeah. the only appreciation that you have is the preservation of your own life, put down the badge. Right. Put down the badge. Mm -hmm. Your job is to preserve other people's lives. And that's why you have the badge. And that's why it should be an honorable job. And it's not. And we need to really get back and think about those things. I'm not saying we need a world that doesn't need policing. I'm not saying we don't need those things. I know we could probably argue up and down <laughs> in that. But, but we can't have an archaic system. But we need to have respect and courtesy and some type of community building moving forward. Using the police as an extension of love, support, and understanding. And that is not what's going on in these streets is not going on in the world. And we really need to be honest about that with one another. But that goes into something that I saw recently that kind of has me a little hopeful. This is a hip hop show. Oh yeah, right. Right, yes. in, yeah, yeah, in yeah, theory. Yeah. And we're gonna go to our top verses pretty soon. But Meek, Meek Mills, not my favorite hip hop oh, person God. at all. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, Hate. whatever. But um, I wasn't Meek Mills. Man, I could have it wrong. But if you, if you, if it, if you, if I did have it wrong, I apologize. But declare that he's not going to talk about violence. I in saw that. Was that I, Meek Mills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Meek Mills. I saw uh, that. An acknowledgement that his contribution to this is I cannot speak about violence in hip hop, and, and recognizing to some degree mm -hmm. that is contributing to some of the things that are happening out there. That's arguable. There's yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen stats to do that. I and I'm a pretty. I'm deep in hip hop, as most people know, and yeah. I don't, I am not violent whatsoever. <laughs> right. Unless the occasion calls for it. Hi, boo. My, my thing, my thing for me is with that statement that Meek Mills made or his promise to hip hop, if, if I'm like being um, super dramatic about it, but. I don't have an opinion about that yet until I hear his uh, a body of work that caters yeah. to that promise. But it's a nice it's a nice thing. No, but it's a good thing for young people to hear yeah. that look up to him. And he's not the only one out there. There's a lot of people out there uh, vocalizing it and doing things like that. But we have a long way to go. And I'm going to look at you young males and people and males in power to really be the forefront of that leadership um, for us. Um, and I think that's going to be important. Let's challenge ourselves every day to grow and to learn. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, if we have to cross that line, we may have to cross that line. Yeah, but we need to be willing to just because yes. Cheese just said... Um, a lot of our protests and marches are extremely organized, which I get, but the chaos, the genuine chaos is not evident and it's not at the forefront. And if you're willing to die, like Malcolm X said, Malcolm X said by all means, we need to do we may that. Have, some of us may have to die. We, yes. don't, we don't hope for that, but we, but we may have to. We have to be open to the idea. Idea. And saying that, we gotta go into these top verses. You <laughs> Let's got, go into you, these you, top verses. You got that out of your system. <laughs> Woo, there you go. You got it out. Yeah, okay. You got it out of your system. Let's go right into the top five 
verses of all time. This is, we're going to do things a little different. We are going to try our best to uh, play some of those snippets, not the whole verse, part of the verse for you, for you can listen to it. Uh, we are very aware of SoundCloud and we don't want to get <laughs> taken down, but you know, we'll take the hit. Yes. Um, in whichever way you do have, uh, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe to our Crush A Lot podcast um playlist over at spotify where we'll have uh those verses there for you to listen to yes. um some of this Soon might... coming to itunes also we're, uh, we're almost done with itunes uh-huh. uh, almost done with itunes we just got to get consistent in terms of getting episodes out there regularly yep. we're not there yet so we're building up the library yes. uh, when we get to about 12 episodes then we're going to drop um itunes will drop it from there as we soundcloud will get the exclusives <laughs> right and itunes will get the follow-up and and that gives us a little bit of a cushion all right so let's go right into our first uh top five uh cali west where are you i've been right. waiting where, where <laughs> are we we're finally here it just takes a long time with everything that goes on um so i'm just gonna play it play it because this is how i feel ready go for it I know this one. Hey, yo, my murderous rap, verbal attack is actual fact, tactical track. I know this one. Big fun. Bronx boy. I'm not mad at this bit. Super lyrical. Super lyrical with Black Thought. Oh, man. So, I feel like this, this verse, um, when I first listened to it, I, I, I kind of felt like I was slapped in the face <laughs> a little bit. Only because when Punk comes out, and I feel like all of his verses are crazy magical, but this one really calls out all artists and rappers who try to challenge him. Because he goes through, um, what is it, alliterations. He goes through crazy rhetoric in terms of what he's able to do. He shows off. And when you're a lyricist, you have to show off so much. And then towards the end of the song, there's this bounce back from Black Thought to Pun. Where they're just feeding off each other and both of them kill it. If you don't get pumped and hyped when you listen to this... It's a rap. He just started. Um, I, I feel like he his his he put so much science into each word and how it's it's laid out that you can't necessarily like you're a fool if you don't understand how of a big of a magician pun is. He basically just he did is, a magic trick and he said toma he and is, that's what he, he did. He is a word architect. Ah, so a word crazy. architect. Who not only tries to deliver, um, not a message. I don't feel like he ever delivered a message, but just craftiness of his wordplay. Mm-hmm. He tries to ha- rhythmically. Yeah. He really takes his time to rhythmically take yeah. you in different places. So super lyrical sounds very different than the rest of that album, Capital right. Punishment, because he came in. That's like the, that's the first. Was that the first song on the album? Probably yeah, not. it's like Is that, it's, I think it's, be aware. it's in the beginning. It's, it's like in the, the beginning. Third, fourth, and uh, yeah. He wanted to 
change it up in that album, which mm-hmm. is most people. Listen, I'm a big Jizz head, but the problem with the Jizz <laughs> is that he sounds the same in every song. Big Pun didn't sound the same in every song. Right. He changes up the cadences, the speed, less words, more words, and a Super Lyrical is just straight gasoline, and then he got and here's some fire too, mm. and then you had to just digest that, and you had to. I talked about this in a couple of shows. I think it was uh, Sir uh, Love Day. We Wine Factor. Yeah. Big Pun has that. Like, I got to go back and hear that. Like, <laughs> I, I got to go back again. Re- I got to go right, back again. Right. And I'm like, and I still can't recite that but, lyric. But this is the thing with this, this verse. I feel like a lot of lyricists, uh, always want to crown themselves and always want to crown themselves as yes, the best. The bravado he, he doesn't even have to say that. And people are already like, yo, here's the golden crown of, of what you can do. He, he basically threw up words that the one message and the one purpose that he has in this entire piece of work is like, try to battle me. But he said it in like 50 million different top, ways. Top that. This. What, what's great about Ugh, that lyric so is also the complimentary verse of Black Thought because Black Thought it slows it down. Right, he super slows it down. Yeah, he slows it down, but and I think it highlights Big Pun even more. Right, I don't like features where the guest feature artist is stronger than the main person. Right, and in this in this song, Black Thought just highlights. Right. It's like, with his ability to be like, this is your jam. I'm just happy to be on mm-hmm. it because I can't top that. But I'm a highlight. Yeah. What you just did by being more understated. Yeah. He's still black. Though, uh, black, black though killed and, it. He's killed it, and he he's, he's powerful. It. Right. Um. But it was such it's such a good pairing, and and yeah, that's a collab I would love to would have had to like to hear more. But yeah. you know. Cholesterol. <laughs> I said it before, right? So they tag team very nicely though. Towards the yeah, end, yeah, it's, it's a just great like song. That's a great. I didn't see time. that coming, and uh, that was definitely in my top twenties. Uh, uh, you could put almost a lot of big mm. pun stuff in there. Oh, uh, but I'm gonna go to a song, um, and you're gonna cue it up as we go. It mm-hmm. is a, a second verse in particular. Uh, this might be a curveball, but it goes into our discussion that we just talked about uh-huh. uh, from. Blastmaster KRS One. I love KRS One. He speaks to a lot of what I like. Um, And this is the Sound of the Police song. Sound of the Police. And and I know that I know that uh, Chris, if you want to call him Chris, Chris. is not always everyone's favorite because he could be a little preachy. Um, But let me tell you something. Mm. He's an educator. And it's okay to teach, uh, educate in, in, in that music. And if you hear a little background rain, it, it started to pour. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But that's how it is when you hear uh, KRS-One. It just pours knowledge supreme. Yes. Uh, he talks about, in this verse, second verse of Sound of the Police, he talks about the, the word officer. Right. And correlates it with overseer. And then brings it back to overseer of oppression when... when uh, Black were slaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, officer yeah. and overseer are united in that word. That mm-hmm. word is synonymous with ownership mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, totalitarianism mm-hmm. and and all and, and all the things that we are going through right now. And that's yeah. why it, maybe that's why it resonated so much with me when I was growing up because I definitely got pulled over tons of times <laughs> in my in my youth. But this is a uh, 
Sound of the Police, KRS One, second verse. Second verse, we're probably gonna have to cue the first, so it won't yeah, be Yeah, that's cool. Sound of the Police. And if a lot of people were listening to him back then, maybe, maybe we could have started the process of change earlier. And I think that's one of the right. things that is missing right, in right. hip hop um, is that urgency. And maybe that's just my biases. I relate to that. Uh, you know, I'm into social movements and mm-hmm. doing things. But that's always urgent. It was still so good. So East Coast, so, and it but was you, beautiful. You know, different the, from Big Pun. It's so different from Big Pun. But I think the important thing to notice here is how how KRS played with the idea of how we react to the police. And the first thing that we like kind of jolt our heads to is the sound of the police, which the sirens, what does that mean to communities? Yeah. What does that mean to communities? What do you do when you hear that? You get scared. The fear is real in communities that are targeted by this kind of authority. Now, the difference between uh, Big Pun and KRS-One is that uh, Big Pun definitely has the the architect. He could build sonic and connect things and see words in a very different way. What KRS-One is using words very differently. He wants wants to send you a message, but he wants you to feel it. Mm -hmm. Feel it. Relate. Relate to it. Big Pun's not trying to have you feel it. He's trying to wow you. Yeah, show off. That's what I'm saying. He's a show off. So rhythmically, it doesn't have the same kinetic energy as, Mm -hmm. as Big Pun. But it has... So much weight to it. Yes. And you're like, yo, he is speaking a dialogue that I go through. He can, And he paints it. Mm-hmm. And he's educating you. Like, think about this word officer and overseer. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, I walked away smarter. Yeah. And that's what KRS does and in that's his what, work. And it's not he's always He's basically like going to college, but not going to college. And he's the professor. And I'm he's okay with that. He's a professor. That's so what he is. You should go back and listen to uh, Sound of the Police. It might catch people off guard, but you know what? It's relevant right now. Um, where are you with number four, Callie Number West? four. You ready? I hope I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Bring it, bring it, bring it, bring Let's it. Let's go. <laughs> this I is, had to. This is a, a very popular <laughs> drum beat. It's so good. How can you not have this? Right. It's a slick rick, not the most deaf version of the Black uh, Black Star mm-hmm. album. Yeah, but I feel like even Y'all that cover didn't do it justice. Here we go. 
Once upon a time, not long ago, when people wore pajamas and lived life slow, where laws were stern and justice stood, and people were behaving like they ought to good. They lived a little boy who was. I know what everyone's doing right now. Everybody knows this word, these words, this structure, this pattern has been copied so much. Yeah. They did the job, money came with ease, but one couldn't stop, it's like he had a disease. He robbed another and another and a sister and a brother. Tried to rob a man who was a DT undercover. There's no doubt about that. Uh, no doubt. Nick Rick, and I know Big um, Just Ray is probably happy as <laughs> heck. Uh, that's your number four. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a jump a little because that's my number two. Ooh, I'll go nice. back to it. That's a number two nice. for me. Uh, that's an iconic verse. It's oh, it's one song. It's one verse. It, 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 it provides this story of injustices happening in a community where, where decisions of young people are affected. Right, so you have this, this, and and he puts it so simply, and it's and like I said, I think Slick Rick, I think on episode one, I said he's very melodic. Yeah, he's so melodic. It's like he's singing this verse to me. Yeah, and like yeah, children's story, put me to bed right yeah, now. Yeah, put me and, to bed. And, and, and what makes Slick story. Rick so great is so effortless. So effortless. Effortless, and it, like I didn't. I it, it just sounds like he doesn't breathe at all. <laughs> no, he doesn't breathe at all, and and he's it's such. It's definitely a throwback song, but it's been copied and paced and, and analyzed uh, in, in so many hip-hop uh, circles. Um, there's no way that you can't put that in your top five somewhere. Oh, so and if for all you young cats out there listening to music now, go back to, and study uh, Slick Rick and study, study a lot of what he did because mm-hmm. it's just a good, solid building block if you want to be a lyricist of what yeah. it should look like. Now, how you ta- taper that and change it to your style, that's great, but... For me, that's one of the first people you want to study. Yeah, yeah. You want to study. Right. If you really want to be a lyricist, study mm-hmm. and storytelling. He's so vivid. You're there. Mm-hmm. You're there. And mm-hmm. all the best ones are there. Back to Big Pun. He's not trying to put you there. He's just trying to show up. I can mix these words in ways that you can't. Uh-huh. Where uh, KRS is trying to hit you with weight. Mm-hmm. And, and Slick Rick is giving you a story and a journey. And that's a children's story is, is great for that. Like he doesn't, he doesn't bring this aggressive nature to how a lot of, I mean, a lot of what hip hop is I mean even even the message right yeah. that's a very like chill I, I feel like I kind of relate Slick Rick to that song sure. and that those th- that hip hop song because Slick Rick comes with you with so much ease and so much important and intentional messaging and this children's story alone um, I think created history and people have been trying to copy it the first line almost every yeah. Rapper has used it absolutely, and some of the stuff once that once upon a time not long ago. That's all. Once, yeah, and you know, and that drum beat, <laughs> and, and yeah, dun-dun, dun-dun, dun-dun. Now, yeah. now, like back to big. I keep going back to big pun, big pun, because that's what you brought up. Big pun right. got mainstream appeal because some of his mainstream hits. His music is not necessarily mainstreamed. Meaning it's it's, it's you not, need you yeah, need to right. hear it over and over again. Yeah. It's not necessarily radio friendly. Besides his radio friendly songs that put him over, only really hardcore, um, semi casual fans know who Big Pun and his catalog is. Mm-hmm. Slick Rick made music. I don't think intentionally, but accessible to everybody. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that made him made early hip hop and the golden age of hip hop, the eighties, um, so 
reachable to so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't know if that was intentional as much as his style, because it got more lyrics got more complicated as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but just for where that moment was, um, he was able to spread his music to a lot of different new audiences. Like yeah. that, that, and the, that structure and the way he delivers it. Is iconic, and right. even if you don't know who it is, you know you've heard like, it before. You've heard it before, Once and, and in your that life. speaks <laughs> volumes for me. But I'm gonna go into my number four because I already went to my number two. Now I'm gonna go back to my number four. <laughs> um, for me, it, it's off the Illmatic album, Woo! but it has nothing to do with Nas. <sighs> I know you're surprised. Come I have to go with that AZ verse, Life a Bitch, and then, <laughs> and you, then die. you die, and AZ opens up that song with the most highly textured, it, yeah, rhythmically he, deep um, wordplay from someone I haven't heard of at that point, and I'm like, who is this guy? And when that song was on, I need more of him. I need more, and he comp- and him and Nas complement each other well. Um, right. And I wish AZ had more success, but that if you only got one verse and it's one of the best verses of all time, I think you're doing good. Like, but he, I mean, and and we were talking about this earlier, is that he, uh, or, or the idea of being a feature and and maybe trying to outshine or highlight or anything. I feel like AZ just became. Like that apple in a very yeah. lonely tree, in a very like leafless branch out tree. I almost never listen to new artists and think I need more of them. But when I listen to AZ the first time, that first time I heard Life's a Bitch, I'm like, I need more of him. Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. And I don't remember feeling that way for a lot of people. Right. So this is uh, Life's a Bitch. That's not it. This is it. And even when it comes out, out I get to say yes. The beat is great. The horns at the end uh, by Nas's father. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I know. It's like that Nas had that knowledge. Yeah. For all my peeps who never made it Cause yeah, we were beginners in the hood as proper sinners But something must have got in us Cause all of us turned to sinners Now some resting in peace and some are sitting in San Quentin Others such as myself are trying to carry on tradition Keeping the swap of us and speak at a Westerns inside us Cause it provides with the proper insight to guide us Even I mean, do I have to say anything more, Kylie? Do I have to? The man didn't Not take a break <laughs> He didn't have to take a breath He didn't He didn't he have didn't. to he didn't and, have to. And, and you know something about uh, Nas uh, and even that whole body of work, Elmatic, one of the best albums of all time. Absolutely. Um, I just got to know it so much better when I moved out here. And this verse alone, what, the unpacking of it, because now I see New York for what it is. I feel like he, being from L.A., he dressed and he decorated New York in a, very, in, in a certain sure, way for yeah. me. And when and I lived here, I was like, whoa. And I was listening to it on the train. And even when he said the five presenters, like, I, I've learned so much of these new pieces of work because I am not from here. And I think AZ illustrated a beautiful picture with this yeah, verse. I think the beat was great. I think the follow-up verse by Nas is great. But Nas didn't have to give him that 
that no. spot. No. So AZ, he was the first one. On Nas the had song. to be like this verse needs to match up what I'm doing. Nas is not the most humblest of person people. <laughs> um, so the fact that AZ came and it could be argued that it's the best verse on the album, <laughs> at least in my opinion, don't 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 be unsubscribing <laughs> to us. Speaks a lot to that verse and what it means. And if you're from New York at that time, that's what I'm saying. You were like, "What is this?" Mm-hmm. Now, if you didn't get it outside of here, I'm not knocking you. I totally understand. But if you were here and you and you heard that verse, you were like, "You wanted more from him. You just wanted more." It's it's such a groundbreaking verse. So much smart stuff going on there, and it's fierce. And it's, it's you can't fierce. teach you can't teach a voice. What made right. what made Biggie great? He had just a magical voice. You can't teach yeah. that. Az has a way of using his voice, and Nas in that album too, because he doesn't sound sixteen, seventeen in that album. He no. sounds like a good twenty five. Seventeen in that album. That's what I'm saying. I it, can't believe you it. You can't teach voice, uh-huh. and it's Az like had a, a great like voice. Yeah, and he had great speed, and uh, and you could just tell that his street smart came out mm-hmm. in that lyric and it was it's it's top five for me i had to put it in there yeah. when we talked about doing this verse it was the one of the first verses i thought about really yeah i kind of was set for like a few weeks about it yeah, yeah and i only yeah, yeah. recently been trying to re-examine it but i always knew that what was going yeah on. always so where are yeah. you with number three cali west that's gonna be hard to beat i know oh my god so hard to beat and and i, I feel like i always get backlash from my choices in terms of this particular artist <laughs> but you know wait, what? wait is it kendrick no is it nas no most deaf come on uh, am i what, guessing what am i oh boy this is a lauren hill <laughs> verse. this is a lauren hill verse um i feel and, and, and because we're personalizing these these top fives and this is how I'm doing it in terms of like what I've been inspired by my entire life, um, this song in particular, it was one of the first like first verses I memorized intentionally because yeah. I wanted to be her so bad. Um, but this verse was actually a big hit um, in in radio and even because I still don't think she's this big like pop artist. She's no, very she's not. like um, to herself, very conscious. But here it is. I'm gonna start the song off and then I'll, I'm probably gonna jump to gonna the actual it? verse. You're gonna because, scrub it because you know she is a singer too. She is talented. She, 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 sure, <laughs> we'll go with that. Lauren Hill. Wow. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. You have to. Okay. No, because I know what you were like final hour or anything like that. I would definitely would have picked final hour oh, over yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Sorry for the scrub. I'm sorry. We don't have that house technology. And it's coming right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our philosophy, possibly speak tongue. Drums, Abyssinian, Street, Baptist, Baptist, and Violin. Extending across the atlas, I begat this. Flipping in together on the dirty mattress. You can't match this. Rapper slash actress. More powerful than two Cleopatra's. Bomb graffiti on the tomb of Nefertiti. MCs ain't ready to take it to the Serengeti. My rhymes is heavy like the mind of Sister Betty. El Boogie Sparks.
conversation. Yeah, that's a little bit of a surprise for me. Not that Lauren's on your list. I totally understand but why this Lauren. Verse. I could probably name five better verses from her. Yes, I'm sure. Um, but this comes from a very personal experience. Sure. So that's why it be We'll meet you where you are. I'm I not going to agree with it, but no, sure. No, of course you're not. And I knew it. And I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to put it there. Um, I think she is. she will always be eloquent. She will always yeah. be very well with words. Um, but I feel like this is the verse where... She puts herself in a very high place in humanity. Um, not not necessarily an arrogant artist, but she kind of recognizes her power. She recognizes the kind of woman she is in the game. More powerful than two Cleopatras? Are you kidding me? And for a young girl like myself to grow up to another woman speak of herself so highly... Um, but with with historical context, with very knowledgeable pieces of uh, references, it's so important for young girls to, to understand this. And it was the first time that I was encouraged to do research on things that she was talking about because a lot of the things that she talked about can be very dense. Um, and so for her to just say this verse in a song that's supposed to be sung uh, was complete genius and and of course a lot of people are going to disagree but you gotta hear me out i i think what makes lauren special i'm not dogging that verse because i love like i said before i like miss education of lauren hill mm -hmm. i don't think it's as complete of the album as most people think it to be and mm -hmm. i if you heard the last show you could cut those interludes out <laughs> All right, especially that L O V E one. I love Get it out. Now, what Lauren did, which is not spoken up, spoken enough of, is she was not gonna let record label the audience dictate what type of content she delivered. Right. It's not raunchy. It's not over sexualized. It's not servicing to men. Mm -hmm. I'm not degrading or trying to speak ill of any other female MCs, but there's no difference between Nikki, Kim, and Foxy. They all speak the same right. thing. And here comes yeah. this woman that goes, you know what? I have a brain. I have a soul. Mm -hmm. I'm connected to the sun and the earth. Right. And if you are going to enjoy my body, it's because I let you. In. I let you in yes. into this temple. And I think that's why I thoroughly think she's one of the best right. because of that. Because yeah. she pushed the audience and pushed everybody else outside of the box. Get right. out of this box. I'm doing this. And either yeah. you, you get with the dense stuff or you or go back to that simple ice cream stuff you listened right. to before. And that's why I have no qualms with her. Now, I don't, I'm going to go back to mm -hmm. we need more content and you can shorten up those interludes. I get it. But in terms of that verse or um, Lost Ones. Lost her, Ones is great. You know, that's a, all I, of these I, are I'm amazing. surprised Lost One. I would have put Lost One over that one. Oh I love that God. one too. Um, but wordplay, like content. The energy that's behind it, the thought, the so much thought. Not, it's not thought. She had to sit there and lay there and let those lyrics connect to her soul She's to deliver it in a, a certain composer. way. She's a composer. Absolutely. She's a composer, and what yeah. I, I, what I always argue is, and especially with the song, because they're. Lyrically, oh my God, she's a beast. She can do all of that. But this song, what it did was really, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an example of it right now. For example. For example. Lemonade. 
of Beyonce, Beyonce came out and all of a sudden all these women were enraged and like, yeah, Lemonade, I feel you. And and they, they felt empowered. And, and, and when this album came out, in terms of hip-hop artists and what women can do, and just like music in general, when this song came out, women felt the same way. And for little girls to feel it and dive into this kind of work was extremely important. Instead of going to pop, popular culture or any culture that didn't have substance, this music has substance, So, which is why I chose this song. That's a, uh, I'm, I'm with you all the way. I'm not surprised there's a Lauryn Hill on your list. Um, <laughs> there has to and be. And I'm going to go back to listen to everything um, is everything, but I, I would have went with Lost Ones. I but know, Lauryn Hill... Is definitely a top five. I know she's your top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think her her work has weight. Uh, for me, I I have my lot of feelings and reservations about her, but that's definitely a good pick. But I'm gonna go straight into. I'm gonna go into my number three right here. Do I gotta say anymore? I ain't gonna say nothing. That's right, that's dirty. Deal with it. I'm born atomically. Socrates, philosophies, and hypotheses. Can't define how I be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform armed robbery. Flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. Battles guard, showgun. Explosion when my pen hits. Tremendous. Ultraviolet shine blind forensics. I inspect you through the future. See millennium. Killer B sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Shackling the masses with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays melt the steel like blacksmiths. Do I have to say anything more? That's a uh, triumph <laughs> off the Wu-Tang Forever CD. This two, uh, Inspector Deck, opening up with the best opening verse ever. Ever. Oh if we have God. a top five opening verse, I spoiled it. That's the number one. I can't think of anything else close. It, it, it's, it's intelligent. Yeah, it's the, so mean, intelligent. The first line is legendary. Come yeah, on, I like bomb I bomb atomically, like come on, Socrates. It's just like people know where that's from. As soon as you start, everyone's gonna join in. Yeah, this is not a mainstream song. It reminds me of of pun delivery, though. Yeah, absolutely, you know what I mean. Like, and 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 that delivery is so contagious yeah. that you're just like, can I listen to this again? It. He's playing with words. He's not saying anything. <laughs> he's just playing with words and right. putting them together and showing you that there's behind there, there's some level of, of death and understanding. Mm-hmm. But you have to think about the clan in a whole. Mm-hmm. We're going to just drop this song with no, with no chorus. Yeah. Who's going to be the first one up the back? Because you need to, in, in two seconds, you're going to put that song down if you don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. I, know. I bomb atomically, and now you're hooked. I'm like, what? <laughs> Think about it. Out of nine MCs, he has the pressure of being the first one up to bat. And if he don't get it right, you're not listening to the rest of that song. Yeah. And no, and he and he sets out. He sets the tone. He I sets like, the tone. And, and Absolutely. Not, and not just for the song, but for the clan. Absolutely. Like, people know this song like this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like... He doesn't have to do. He he chose a, 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 a specific segment of a song where everyone knows his lyrics, and the rest of the song is history. Yeah, that's that song was. For me, that song was an affirmation at that time that this is the best group of all time. Mm-hmm. 
they just finished dropping uh, the Ghostface Iron Man album, and and then you had the Jizz Liquid Swords and Raekwon's Cuban Link and Dirty's Return to the Thirty Six, to Cal. Yeah. And this is the first song off the Wu Tang second album, which I've been waiting for at this point for a good five years. <laughs> and the first song is this. I got wet in my man panties. <laughs> and I don't wear panties. So excuse of me if I'm blushing with pheromones at the moment. Because this that was one of the best. We're back. Not only are we back, we're going to reaffirm that we're the best. And that was what Deck did. And Deck doesn't get a lot of love. I think he's always been better as a complimentary mm-hmm. MC. Mm-hmm. Um, but his work with Zarface um, recently has been really, really good. I encourage people to listen to that. Me and Sir Love Day talk about that in the fourth episode coming up in a few weeks mm-hmm. where we talk about top five uh, MCs that you should be listening to right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about Zara Faces there. So Inspector um, Deck is doing some work. He doesn't get the love the rest of them do, but I but will But everyone acknowledges the, 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 the talent consistent. of Wu-Tang members. Yeah. All yeah. of them yeah. are talented. And he's you consistent. He's consistent. He will deliver good verses for you. Um, he's consistent. He makes you think. He's challenging. Um, but he also has great wordplay and he paints pictures as good as any other Wu-Tang member. So that's um, Triumph verse number one from Inspector Deck. Where are you? Uh, which is number three? Because you already know my number two. You, my do. number two is Children's Story. We know this and we, you explained it why Slick Rick is so great. Um, so that's my number two. I'm not surprised we had one of those right. I shared. But yeah. where are you with your number three? Um, my number... No, my number Your two. number two. My, my number apology. two. Yeah, no, no, it's fine, because we have so many numbers inside of our brains. Um, I think it would be very obvious to you. It would be. I think... <laughs> what? No. Is there another Lauryn Hill track? No. <laughs> I would. I'd probably put the whole album on. No, no, no. I know. You gotta... Saying. You probably put, uh... Andre 3000 or something uh, like Andre that. Andre 3000. Well, no, I, I enjoy no. him, but... Um, Blowfly. It's, it's uh, one of my, my crushes of all time. And it's uh, Is his... Is this most deaf? Yes. All and, right. And and I, I, was in, I was in the middle because his, his album, Black on Both Sides, um, and Black Star are two of my favorite albums of all time. But Black Star took the hit. Can you guess? Okay, uh, let me ask you one question before I get. Is it on the Black Star album or his? It's a Black Star. Album. It's a. Then I would go with. It's. I might say. I think it's easy to say redefinition. Woo! Right? Is that, is yeah. that redefinition? Hey, redefinition. Because right. I, I would have picked other songs and I would have been not been mad at that either. But right. redefinition. Um. Redefinition. Yeah, I know which one from the first to the that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. One, two, three. Of course. This song, every time I hear it, I feel like Mosef is actually spitting saliva when it comes out. I know, he has like, like, you can say there's a layer of saliva on his lips as he spits. So I'm going to skip, um, because Caleb goes first. Caleb is good, so we'll, we'll scrub. Yeah, 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 yeah,
through them like blood water through sandbags. Competition is mad. What I got, they can't have. Sick of they shit. Like what we did, they ain't have. So the way past them and the time had the most potential to be the best MC of all time. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I don't think he ever wanted that title. So I, I don't think he was interested in being the best MC as much as getting his work across. Right. Um, and experimenting. I think yeah. that that was the, the what I loved about most, but also what killed most of is that he experimented in ways that lost his core audience. Like his, not us, because we're super yeah. dedicated to him, but... If you were listening to that album and then you went to um, New Danger, right? Then you were like, you cop some. Of, he lost some of us. He lost some of us. Um, but I, but I also think that, um, and and I think I'm trying to I'm, take it to a more objective point of view. Is that I don't do objective, Callie. You do objective, quiet. <laughs> That's what you do. Um, he took. He has a, a skill. He's so Brooklyn. He's so Brooklyn. It's yeah. just like really, really intense. And he's so intelligent. And his thing is that he's continuously wanting to become smarter and more knowledgeable. When a person really studies and really dives into knowledge the way that most deaf does, I think that's going to affect your entire realm, your entire stratosphere, everything. And so when um, New Danger came out, he was, I think, in the middle of really, uh, of enlightenment for yeah, me. for um, sure. And that can kind of interrupt your, the, the skill that you, that you're used to. And when he made Blackstar, I think he was at his prime. Lyrically, he went in. And even um, Black on Both Sides was amazing. This verse, if you were about hip-hop, especially underground hip-hop at the time, like B boys were chanting this, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like this was incredible, and the alliteration was—it it was seamless. It was yeah. a seamless verse, and it's one of the verses that I can never skip. Like no, I hear you it, can't. and I'm like, I'm nope. No, I'm it, sorry. That's he it. has his voice is special. Ah, uh, he has. His, he has. He has full control of cadence. Right. His cadences, because mm-hmm. he 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 opened up that verse. With one cadence, and then he double timed it. Yeah. And he he goes, all right, are you ready? That was the appetizer. Now I'm gonna force feed you this. <laughs> and he and it wasn't it wasn't just rhythmic. He was saying profound things using um, very complex syllable words. Yeah. Uh, and matched them all up. Where a lot of people can't do it that way so he right. it was it was the ability to control that velocity but mm-hmm. not only the velocity adding more weight to the velocity as it went 
on. So yeah. he kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And like, you see me? And so at the he end, defied the beat. Absolutely. If we're really thinking about it, he defied the beat. Yeah. And and like you were saying before, he added historical context in terms of African culture. Um, he was always about it. Ancient Abyssinia. And then he just kept on going. He He was like... But even if you don't know what he was saying, you were mesmerized by the way he was saying it, the cadence, the speed, the complexity of it. So and then you good. had to re- re- rewind back and, and oh, oh, okay, let me see what he was talking about. Yeah. Oh, but it was, for me, he first gets you sonically. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, this is dope. I don't know what he's saying. A lot of people pretend like they understand MCs the first time. No, it, it, it took that album and that verse and anything most of it takes a while for people to really, really connect to and digest. Mm-hmm. So he needs to grab your attention by saying like, it in a way that like, whoa, I yeah. didn't realize this song was this hearty meal. Yeah. I just knew it looked he, appealing. He like messes with his range. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. he messes with the range. Yeah, and I think Talib is a good foil for him, but I don't, right. I think he destroys Talib. Oh my God, of course. And, no, I think, I think Talib is always a great opening act. Yeah, but, but he's, he's a comp- the, he's not he's the main not course. The I listened to Black Star for most death. I did too. And you know, yeah. Ruckus was dropping a lot of compilation stuff before Black Star with Lyricist Lounge and things like that. Right, and right, most right. death was always the reason why you got those things. Exactly. I and, know and, I did. And not to knock um, Kwali's talent because I think this, the, the verse in this song that he did was actually really yeah. beautiful. Um, but the reason why most went second is because he ended. Well, it. redefinition was great, and definition, definition was, great, was too. great too. But redefinition, redefinition <laughs> was not only am I a dope MC, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm I'm a thinker. I'm a thinker. Definition is like I'm just straight and nasty. I know, I know. I'm just straight and nasty. Because most can get nasty. He could. Like, so he can. I I'm with you with that one. Uh, for sure. I'm going to go right into my number one. We know my number two. Yes, that's Slick Rick. Slick Rick. And I'm with you that. But my number one is, is going to... I'm... Uh, Okay. I got to I got to go I got to you stuck with number 2 is Brooklyn I'm going number 1 Brooklyn <laughs> and this is a shout out to you sir love day I, I think you'll be happy with this one uh, I'm going to go with Notorious BIG uh with a very controversial song at the time when it was dropped <laughs> right um it's called Who Shot Ya <laughs> and that opening verse is embedded in every every hip hop lover ever. Ever. As soon as you start that verse, you could flow with it the entire time. <laughs> I, it Just go up to anybody who loves hip hop and set, and start that verse, and they'll finish it off for you. And that's something that we were talking about also is yeah. like these verses that people just know. At the back of their heads, and they know how to. It's like a call and response verse where yeah. people know what happened. Um, yeah. All right. Here we go. So here it is. Let's go. Just, just play. Oh. Ah! I feel so violent. I need an officer here. The voice, the delivery. Uh, so good. Cheese. I know, this is it. Number one verse for me. 
And the beat is strong. I know it takes a little while to start. But that's, I feel like it's so intentional. Old school, new school, need to learn though. I burn, baby, burn like disco and burn Burn slow like blunts with yo-yo. Feel more skills than I got potato. Niggas know the lyrical molesting is taking place. Fucking with B.I.G. it ain't safe. Uh, I make your skin chase. Rashes on the masses. Bumps and bruises. Blunts and land cruisers. Big Papa smash fools, bash fools, niggas mad because I know the cash rules. Everything around me, two black guys. Any motherfucker whisperin' about mine. And I'm Crooklyn's finest. You rewind this bad boys behind this Who's gonna argue with me? Can someone argue with me? Come on the show and argue with me. I don't wanna hear no busy bone. That ain't happening. I don't want to hear no Tupac. That ain't happening. <laughs> no. I don't want to hear no M or no J. No one drops no. a verse like that. Now, you sit here laughing, but I know you ain't picked no Biggie who shot you. So you may have a no, counter no, no. argument. I do have a counter But this verse was released right after Tupac got shot, right. which caused a lot of theories about what happened and who did it. Um, but I don't want to focus on that too much. Yeah, I don't either. But the wordplay in this song is spectacular and second to none. Sashwash feet. <laughs> Can you tell me who has the cojones to say that? The lyrical molesting is I mean, taking place. But, but I think that this song was, it manifested his death in the long run. I don't care what it did. I'm just saying. All I know is years I'm later, it's my number one verse. And if it led to Tupac dying, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Because I got my top verse. And it's a Brooklyn flag. But the way he delivers it. And I'm not a bad boy fan. But the fact that you can end it by bad boys behind Bye. this. And because Big said it. It means something. It, oh, yeah. No. Well, Big, I think Big's power, the biggest power that Big had is that any word that he said automatically had weight to it because of how he was introduced and what he meant to the hip hop. He was authentic. Culture. He was authentic. And what, what this also uh, uh, symbolizes is how unapologetic this man is. He didn't care. He was like, oh, all right, let me come at you with who shot... Like, the title itself of the song is extremely, like, let me slap you really quick. Um, yeah. Let and me Sir, slap and you Sir Love, really quick. They talked about that in the last episode, how he killed Kwame's career in one four-way <laughs> line. You could say that he also took care of Tupac, too. In yes, one way stop it, stop conspiracy it, yeah. But the man says, but, I make your skin chafe. I know. Has any other MC used the word shafe? Can someone look it up? Shafe? I make your skin shafe? 
bumps and bruises, blunts and land cruises. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm chafing now, and it's the summertime heat. <laughs> and I'm not telling you where I'm chafing. I just need some cream. Look at And we'll work on that in a second. But Kylie West, let's go right into your number one. I know you got Biggie who shot you, right? Oh, never in my life. Okay, let's no, not let's not. not get you banned from the show and say some Kendrick Lamar verse either. Oh my God! Don't don't start. Nah, don't right. start. So it gotta be McMills. But Put this it on. is okay. So this this verse um comes from of course uh, my number one from top five MC. So this is Nas. This is nasty Nas Nasir Jones, and this is nasty Nas or Nas. There's a difference. It's nasty Nas. This, okay, so it's, this is off the Illmatic. Nas, yeah. Illmatic CD, so two. Versus off the Illmatic CDs. No, for you. All together. AZ. What do you got? So I could kind of guess. Okay. Marinated chicken kebabs. Sorry, guys. We don't want to marinate chicken kebabs. <laughs> Listen. Well, you want to guess? We're not, we don't have no budget. You want <laughs> you so to guess? You got to do stuff like this. Uh, I could kind of guess. Uh, I could kind of eliminate what it's not. Um, and that's no disrespect to the album. You, I you love that album. You have to understand, like, if I'm LA go, native is is a, is. I think it's gonna be a New York State of Mind. Woo! On it. Am I on it? On oh yeah. It. On it. My number one is NY State of Mind. I think this song completely for someone from the West Coast to love and appreciate. How this man works and thinks and like com- he's the nastiest here. I feel like we both chose very like nasty number ones. Yeah. Um, but I- I'm Listen, gonna play just, it through. I just want to say before you play, just because we are very political conscious. and socially conscious doesn't mean we don't like MCs to go at it right. and be as vulgar and violent. We we, we like understand. Raw. Yeah, we like raw. We understand the. The artistry in that. Right. We don't want it tame. They don't. They don't. They all don't gotta be. Because it's the, way the I most want to. honest. It's the most honest. I feel honest. like yeah. I, I. feel like sure. this is this is why um, Cheese and I carry um, a really similar point of view in terms of life is because we appreciate honesty, whether that is very goody two shoes or the nastiest or the grungiest or the cleanest groomed, whatever that may mean to you. Um, we appreciate the honesty and the the, the raw and. It's kind of like just shedding skin. So NY State of Mind um, has moved me since I first heard it. And I think people need to listen to it. Check it out. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, Black, it's time, bro. It's time, man. It's time, man. All right. Let me get Yeah. Straight out the fucking dungeons of rap. The fake niggas don't dungeons make it back. Dungeons of rap. I think so, yeah. Rappers are monkey flipping with the funky rhythm. I be kicking, musician, inflicting composition. A pain, I'm like Scarface, sniffing cocaine, holding the M16. See, with the pen, I'm extreme. Now, bullet holes left in my peak holes. I'm suited up with street clothes. Hand me a nine and out defeat foes. Y'all know my steel with or without the airplay. I keep some E and J sitting bent up in the stairway. I either on a corner betting grants with the CeeLo champs, laughing at bass heads, trying to sell some broken amps. G packs get off quick forever, niggas talk shit. Reminiscing about the last time the task force flipped. Niggas be running through the block shooting. Trying to start the revolution. 
catch a body half for Houston once they caught us off guard. The Mac 10 was in the grass and I ran like a cheetah with thoughts of an assassin. Picked the Mac up, your brother's back up. The Mac spit, lead was hitting niggas, one ran. I made a Mac flip, heard a few chicks scream. My arm shook, couldn't look, gave another squeeze, heard it click. Yo, my shit is stuck, tried to cock it, it wouldn't shoot, now I'm in danger. Finally pulled it back and saw three bullets caught up in the chamber. So now I'm jetting to the building lobby. And it was full of children, probably couldn't see as high as I be. It's like the game ain't the same. Got younger niggas pulling the triggers, bringing fame to their name and claim some corners. Crews without guns and corners. In broad daylight, stick up kids, they run up on us. Four fives and gauges, max and facts. Same niggas that catch you back to back. Catching your cracks in black. There was a snitch on the block, and niggas not. So hold your stats to the coke price drop. I know this crackhead who said she got a smoke nice rock. And if it's good, you bring your customers and measuring plots. But yo, you gotta slide on a vacation. Inside information keeps large niggas erasing and they wild spacing. It drops deep as it does in my breath. I never sleep, cause sleep is the cousin of death. Beyond the walls of intelligence, life is defined. I think of crime when I'm in a New York state of mind. State of mind. This makes me sad, Callie. Where is this Nas right now? Oh, I know. He's in his couch. <laughs> with leopard skin print underwears on. <laughs> There's no doubt that's one of the best verses of all time. I had it in my top ten for sure. Right. Um, and you connect to Nas in a way that I don't. Maybe I'm a little more sour on him lately. But when yeah. Illmatic dropped and that song came, it was like, you didn't even have a chance to catch your breath. No. Like, no, no, no. I, I need to listen to that again and again and again. I'll listen to the rest of the album eventually right. after AZ and this verse. Um, but that speaks to Illmatic and how important that one, right. uh, that album was. And me and uh, Sir Love, they talked about that in the last show. Is right. like that album was a landmark album in mm -hmm. 30 minutes or less. Yeah. 10 songs. The fact that this verse was so long and it came out. Um, kind of, again, just like Pun challenged rappers who claimed that they were lyricists, Nas straight out challenged rappers who came from experience, who were lyricists, who try to come with the hip-hop game or hard. I, 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 this, what I feel like, epitomizes lyricism. And for me, it, it smashes who shot you. It, it, it smashes it. You that can't. That is blasphemy. <laughs> blasphemy, but that's not either here or there. This or is the this. purpose of the show. This we is have, the purpose of the show. We have our own show, though. You'll never hear Cali West's opinion again after this. <laughs> um, but you can't be knocking my who shot you. But I hear you. That is that that verse right. takes so much to consume, but the high level of artistry and thought to put it together... Is, is also impressive. It, it's rhythmically and densely different than Who Shot Ya. Right. Where I think that uh, Big is, one, his authenticity has a little more weight, mm -hmm. but it's... He Why? That's a very important thing. Why? Why does it carry more weight than Nas's authenticity? They're different parts of New York, different experiences. I, because I think Big, visually... <laughs> was a very different cat, mm. visually. And that's a part of his package. Right. You could separate that from lyricism. But when you see a big dude with a cock eye who has no business <laughs> being an MC 
because of the way he looked. He don't look like LL Cool J or mm-hmm. anybody of his predecessors. That Nas that had way. a chipped tooth. He had a chipped <laughs> tooth and a fractured career recently, if you ask. Oh, me. oh, hey, 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 let's cool off. Let's cool off. We're throwing but, shots now. But, no pun intended. But, yeah. <laughs> who shot you? Okay, no pun. And who shot you? That was a very layered <laughs> joke right there. No double, double pun. No double pun. Yeah, double chin pun. Uh, oh so I think that uh, Big, for me, had no business being an MC besides the magic of his voice and the fact that he's like, I'm an MC because I'm from Brooklyn. Right, 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 right. And I think that's what made him special. Mm -hmm. Um, And Nas came in at his young age like, I don't know a lot of 17-year-olds that have that kind of uh, wisdom at that age. You could tell Mm -hmm. his father was a huge influence on him. I mean, musician, jazz musician. And so I'm not mad at that pick um, whatsoever. Uh, I don't have a Nas pick, a Nas top five. Oh, you um, don't? Yeah, I you didn't. Don't. Um, but I had a, you know, listen, we can do a top hundred and still, and still I keep know. going. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. Um, that's our top five. That's our top five. Uh, Crush a lot podcast. Thank you for listening. We know it was a long one, but you know, sometimes you gotta go with it. Yep. As always, you can find us on SoundCloud. We'll be on iTunes soon. Uh, we just want to get a, up a couple of episodes, get better as we go. Mm-hmm. Feedback and 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 love and and, and hate is all appreciated. You can hit us up at Crush a lot. Uh, podcast at gmail you can find us on uh twitter uh we also have a yes we have a snapchat uh, <laughs> what? what what we do and a facebook uh and we have a facebook to find us on our on our page we're gonna post it up there uh real soon and we got some merch coming out for those who've been participating we're gonna send you out uh some shirts and stickers, stickers. and things like that and yes. uh, we're gonna try to get this summer party going on to maybe a live show yeah. uh, it's all in the work we got to get the details down packed we yep. got to get thing and you know um we got to get Just Ray available. We want to support and get him back on the show. But that yes. beard takes a while to get immaculate. <laughs> so we're going to let you go. We miss you, bro. We um, miss you. As always, uh, be safe out there. Uh, keep resisting. Keep fighting. Um, keep cr- attaining knowledge. Keep being aware of what's going on. And if you see that line, cross it. So until then, to the next one, be safe. Um, and we are out. Peace.